In this week's episode, Becca and myself discuss our new ministry, Catharos Network. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one on Catharos. What is up? Welcome to Coffee and Combos. Thank you guys for tuning in and hanging out with Josh and I tonight. I'm your host, Becca, and I am super excited. We have really fun news to share with y'all tonight, and um, yeah, we're going to get right into it. But I know you always have some announcements. So first, how are you? Yeah, where was the your... welcome? <laughs> I, I feel know. so gypped right now. Sorry. I just got right to it, huh? Man, you're just like, let's get to the news. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a little excited. <laughs> um, no, my week's been great so far. Uh, work was a lot of fun today. Got to what we call a comp, uh, comp shop. It's a weird combo. Um, <laughs> different hotels within... Uh, our radius of the hotel I work at. So got to visit those hotels, meet some of the staff at those hotels and just kind of see like how they compare um, to our property. And so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's, I love like before I even worked in the hotel industry, I absolutely love going to hotels to see like the different variety, even though most hotels besides like resorts are pretty much going to be, you're going to have your standards, right? There's going to be a pool, there's going to be a lobby, there's going to be a breakfast area. Um, but seeing the different brands, because where I work at Best Western, you know, clearly we're our own brand. So seeing like all the different brands around us, we have, you know, Hilton around us, Marriott around us, um, IHG, Choice. So we got to visit some of those today and um, it was just, it was a really cool experience. I um, learned a lot about you know our competitors and, and what we're going against so yeah work's been really fun and uh it's, it's been a good week but i can't wait for the weekend like <laughs> at least saturday just to spend with you and June. yeah Yay. yeah how about you good it's been really good i feel like i don't know i would say it would felt like a long week but honestly it feels like a pretty darn quick week i can't believe we're already to friday yeah um we got some family stuff going on, so um, if you all, if you pray, um, if you will just include us in your prayers. Um, I got some unfortunate news, and uh, and we're just kind of working through it, and so that's um, been a huge part of my week. And um, but other than that, honestly, it's been good, and Jude's doing great, and he is. Um, really starting to like pick up on things and respond um when you ask him where things are he's starting to like get the hang of that and like know what things where they are and and what they are and he's learned how to brush his hair this week yeah he's just super fun and gets more fun i think as each day passes and so yeah Yeah. it's been a good week yeah yeah it's it's crazy like i was telling uh someone at work um just like the little stuff that he keeps learning and it's like every day some you know something new or a new attempt at a word or you know he's definitely almost at the walking phase and you know he can like pretty much stumble walk most of the way uh he gets a little you know 
a little stumbly at the end because it's so funny when he walks he like laughs really hard he gets really excited. so it throws him off balance <laughs> mm-hmm. he could probably walk if he wanted though he's definitely one of those that's still like clinging to the crawl because i feel like it's easier um but i think he he could start walking if he really wanted to yeah so yeah it's it's definitely 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 cool to see him grow up and um, yeah, the fall weather is finally here, which is really nice. We have been loving it. Uh, this time of the year, we love it so much because we open like the doors um, at night and just allow the cold air to kind of come in and yeah, so if it's you refreshing. Hear any background noises that yeah. are extra. <laughs> our, our doors, doors are open. open. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are so excited you have chosen to be with us around the table tonight. Uh, we hope by the end of this podcast, you feel encouraged, you feel motivated, and uh, just want to go out and conquer the world. So if this is your first time, drop a follow, give us a, a subscribe. Um, you know, the best way to stay connected to this podcast, every single Friday we drop a new episode. So when you follow, when you subscribe, uh, you'll get a little notification bell that tells you, hey, a new podcast has dropped from Coffee and Convos. And uh, another really you know, awesome thing that we have set up is our Patreon, uh, which is a great way to support this podcast as it continues to grow. Um, it's already reaching thousands of people, and there's so many more people I know that uh, just need a message of hope and inspiration and courage. And so uh, would you consider you know, maybe supporting us? And it could be a dollar, it could be $20. Uh, what's really cool about Patreon is it's tiered, uh, and each tier has a different kind of reward that comes with it. So um, definitely go on there. The link for that will be in the show notes um, attached to this podcast as well as on our Instagram page. So if you don't know, we have an Instagram. Go give that a follow. We always give some really awesome updates there and uh, post coffee pictures and just what's going on in our world as well. Yeah. Um, but tonight we we have some really really exciting news. Yeah. Um, as you guys know, uh, about uh, almost three months ago, feels almost uh, two and a half months ago. July. Yeah. Officially. So yeah. Yeah. It's about two and a half months ago. Wow. Um, we decided um, that it was best for me to leave full time ministry. Um, I had been in full-time ministry for about nine and a half years, and uh, it was great, loved it, uh, the church I was a part of, and uh, but we just really felt from the Lord that He was wanting us to start something new. Um, you know, there was just this tug in my heart to to shift, and I knew one of the shifts was definitely going into what I like to refer to as the marketplace, which it's an inside joke because um, Becca had said <laughs> that I was going back into the marketplace to to a coworker, and they literally thought I was going to go work at a place in downtown Oca- Ocala called the marketplace. <laughs> He's like, um, I didn't know there were job openings there. So it's like it one really of those funny. like Christianese words, which is just stupid. So if yeah. you're not Christian, you're like, what is he talking about right now? Um, but Basically, the marketplace is just like anything but ministry. And so, industry, job. industry and- professional job. Yeah. But I felt like I needed to go back into that field. I had worked in the professional market before ministry and uh, just felt like I needed to, to venture back into it. Um, and it's been rewarding. It's been really challenging. 
Uh, I love every second of my job. It's it's just been a fun kind of shift and just fresh time in my life. But there's been that kind of tug on both of us of like, all right, what's next for ministry? You know, we had thought we were going to get plugged into a local ministry here in town, and it just didn't work out uh, scheduling wise. And and we just I don't know. There was like the analogy I always like refer to is you know, have you ever tried to put the wrong key in a keyhole. You don't open the lock. And that's what it felt like we would we were kind of running into. And so from experience we know, okay, that's the Lord saying, hey, back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so we've taken well, we some felt like time. we needed to like take that time to yeah. just like fill up and sort of get a handle on what our new roles are. Um, even though, like, I, my professional life didn't change, like, right. you're changing professions was a big change for me yeah. as well. So, yeah, um, I think yeah, I felt family. like, yeah, I just felt like we needed time to sort of settle in. Um, and I just think that's one of the like just incredible things about the Lord is like his patience and like allows you. I mean, not always. Sometimes it's just, you know, he's going to pop you and drop you. That's yeah. <laughs> how it feels. But yeah. um, I think there are times and we felt like we were in a season of, of him just letting us settle in and sort of get, um, get a grip on the changes that were about to take place. Yeah. And I think prepare our heart in the sense of like rest and giving you that, that, experience of being back out of church ministry because it's been so long to um really get plugged in and have your eyes i think reopened to like what it's like not working in a church you know or working in a place where everyone like yeah you guys might not agree but you're also not always gonna know jesus or you know have that to fall back on right so i definitely felt like the Lord was giving us a season for you to sort of get prepared and get kind of submerged in what he's going to call of us. And so, so yeah. So even though we weren't, do we, we decided to take a pause on that ministry and didn't feel like it was a good fit for us at this particular season. Um, It was really because I think that we felt the Lord was trying to work on us in a different way. And we were trying to, revert in something that felt safe almost right. um right. and so because for us serving is safe like that's what we love mm-hmm. and so this the idea of not serving almost felt just wrong <laughs> like it just felt crazy and wrong and disconnected and just just crazy yeah and so i think it's also been a really good and stretching time for us to take this season to take a pause on that yeah because i think the lord needed to do a lot of um just refining in our heart and saying i need you to peel away these things that you've thought or how to serve and to lead um because i'm gonna ask a lot of you and i'm gonna ask a lot different of you and mm-hmm. so i need you to sort of strip away and get back to like, you know, when you have a when you get a house and it's kind of run down, but it has good bones. Like, I feel like that's what the Lord was kind of trying to do to us. He's like, you got good bones, but it's time to rebuild. So Yeah, that's a great analogy. Um yeah, and we just you know, we had been um praying and just asking the Lord, 
before we took this step, you know, the Lord had had spoke to us back in um, January, January, and even before that, yeah. of just like well, you know that something was happening, but this. Right. The the actual like something coming forth. Right. This January. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We had been feeling something for sure for a good while, but we didn't know what it was. And uh January came and the Lord just kind of gave us um fresh vision for this ministry that both of us um that was a big thing for me too. Um and I, and I just want to like say this, you know, that was the the kind of Achilles heel in ministry where I where I was was that Becca wasn't really serving with mm-hmm. me. Um and not having your significant other serving with you. And it wasn't even because she didn't want to. It's just it didn't line up. Uh, especially after having, you know, um our baby and things of that nature. Like it it was just very difficult. Schedules conflicted and work and so we had kind of made this joint um, decision of like whatever we do in the future, it's going to be together because we know we're we're stronger, we're more powerful together, yeah. and um, and so yeah, out of that, Catharos was born, and uh, Catharos is um, basically you know the the word Catharos. It's a Greek word that means pure. Uh, purity in heart. And so um, I had it tattooed on my arm years ago. And one day, like, you know, we were praying and we we're just asking, you know, what is this ministry? What should we call it? What should we call it? And I looked down my arm and, and I saw the word Catharos and I said, huh. And so we started like kind of thinking about it and just praying on it. And one of the things that both of us, you know, want for this ministry is it's going to be birthed from a place of purity um, a place of healing, uh, brokenness, restoring mm-hmm. that which was destroyed, that which was broken down, and giving it life again. Mm-hmm. And you know, for both of us, we've always been very intrigued and just very um, blessed by uh, what we call inner healing ministry. And uh, for both of us, we, you know, before we got married, we went to uh, in Bethel, uh, Atlanta. If you know Bethel or Bethel Music, if you're you know a believer, um, Bethel has like a satellite campus in Atlanta, and they have something there called Sozo Ministry, and we decided to be a part of that um, right before we we got married. And Sozo, yet again, it's a Greek word that means saved, healed, and delivered. Mm-hmm. And we went there, and it's kind of like a counseling session mixed with like you know the Holy Spirit is nudging you and He's speaking to you and He's trying to go into those broken areas. And we were so just like emotionally touched by that and just healed of years of, you know, brokenness that neither one of us really knew we had. Mm-hmm. And so Catharos was kind of birthed from this idea and this place of um, looking at the body of Christ and just our world in general. Um, it's broken. You know, it's lost. It's confused, especially right now, the church. I mean, the church right now is in this state. Um, a preacher the other day, he was um, doing a live stream on Facebook, and he was just saying, like, right now, the prophetic movement is just a mess. Hmm. Um, you know, you've got these guys that are releasing words right now and saying, you know, just crazy stuff that hasn't come to pass. Mm-hmm. And so we're in this very confused state. And then on the flip side of that, you've got, you know, people that aren't believers 
who they don't know the good news. They don't know Jesus. Um, you know, they don't know what he can bring to the table. So Catharos was like this mix in in just this idea of let's bring um, the power of purity and the power of freedom together. Um, and then I'll never forget it. Like one day I was I was sitting in the office at church and the Lord just gave me like kind of this open vision of a wagon wheel. And, you know, I saw this like... Um, like these spokes coming out and in the middle was the main, you know, hub or the main piece of wood of the wagon wheel. And before I had, we, you know, I had this vision, we had like discussed like the idea of, cause we call our ministry Catharos network. And the network part of it is, you know, we see one day whenever the Lord decides to make it happen, a building and within that building, there's going to be, um, areas for like our offices and what Catharos will offer. But then we want to provide spaces for like nonprofits, almost like if you ever seen one of those collaborative workspaces, Mm -hmm. essentially that's what Catharos, um, the building will, will be the network part. So the Lord showed me in the, in this vision that this center part of the wagon wheel was to be a center place. And wherever this building is, that will lift his name up. So for, you know, and and what I mean by that is it'll be a place where worship and prayer um, and equipping of the saints happens. And so um, we we kind of don't have all the pieces for Catharos yet. And I think like, it's really neat how the Lord works. Um, I think he gives you stuff when you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. And both of us were, I think, at this place where we were, we had kind of put Catharos on the back burner. Um, like we were still pursuing it and praying on it, but we hadn't really started walking. And then we just decided like a month ago, man, both of us are missing community really bad. Like that's the thing we miss most. I work on Sundays right now. Becca was going to church and uh, going to a really great church here in town, but it, you know, it's just not the same, not having, you know, your, your significant other there. And, not really having like friends that you know. And so we were just missing this idea of community. And so we decided, you know, hey, let's let's reach out to some of our close friends, see if they want to come over just for a time of like, let's have coffee or dinner. And then we'll we'll have a time of worship. We'll pray together. We'll share the word together. And from that idea birthed what we're calling seek nights. And it's really the first step in Catharos, and it's exactly that center part of the wagon wheel. Um, we, you know, I, I believe firmly that from Seek Nights is going to begin to birth the other parts of Catharos, mm-hmm. because this is what I know about God. Anytime that you lift His name up, anytime that you gather together corporately, there's something powerful. And our first like unofficial Seek Night, so good. It was like so. Good. I mean, people were crying. And we didn't even have, like, live worship. It was Spotify. We we did Spotify. (laughs) We were going to do live worship, and it didn't pan out, like, last minute. And so we're like, okay, we'll we'll do Spotify. And um, we did. We just opened our house, and we did, like, a little coffee bar. It was nothing. Like, it was simple. Simple. Let's come together. Let's worship. Let's pray. And let's get in the Word for a little bit. And it was so freaking amazing. Like just words being released, prayer, crying. Um, You know, I believe healing um, came from that night. And just like a connection of people who 
um, might know each other, but don't have like an actual relationship. And I think that like relationships were formed and like people got to know each other and laugh and just hang out and just love Jesus. And that was what we wanted to do. We just wanted to provide a space to fellowship to praise and to love Jesus. It and was, that was so good. So good. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Like, and it was exactly what we pictured. I mean, it's it's what I picture the body of Christ looking like. Because one of the things that um, Catharos Network is not. So what is, you know, what is Catharos Network? It's like, I know we spilled a lot right now. Catharos Network is not a church. No. It's not intended to be a church. It's no. intended rather to be a ministry that equips and and really um, comes alongside the church as a support. Mm-hmm. And so we we told everyone, like, at this first unofficial night, we're like, listen, um, this is not to replace what you guys do as far as church. Yeah. This is rather to fill you up so that you can go into, what you know, whenever church is, or whether it's Sunday, Saturday, whatever, uh, and you can pour out. Yeah. And um it's supposed to be more like more of an intimate time. Yeah. Like not so like corporate, I guess, necessarily. Like it's very intimate. Like you can you can stand, you can worship, you can read the Bible while the music's playing. I mean, you could do what you want to do to worship the Lord. Yeah. Like just your own deal. Yeah. But yeah, and you know, it's funny growing up, um, and this is this is going to become a story that we just I share a lot with Catharos because it this really was formation for me. Um, I would get uh, as I like to refer because this was in still my like years of I came back to Jesus, but I wasn't like super like dedicated yet. But I would get drug along to these prayer meetings, and um, these prayer meetings, I mean talk about faith-filled believers, and it was like mostly all older ladies, a few guys mixed in, and we would just gather in living rooms all across the city, and we would just pray. And and the moment, you know, I was like, oh, when's this going to end? Like, you know, I would, I would pray occasionally. I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Years later, you know, now I realize, wow, those, those nights were so... Um, so forming for my walk with Jesus. Yeah. Because I realized the power of not only prayer, but the power of community. I remember, you know, just relationships that were formed. And yet again, we didn't have live worship. Uh, we had, back then, it was a CD player. Yeah. And it wasn't Hillsong or Bethel. Let me tell you, it was like old school worship. And <laughs> it was just good, though. Like, we, we always, like, when I left there, even though I didn't fully understand, I would leave feeling hope would leave feeling faith. And I think the season, you know, it's it's crazy how the Lord works. We're in a season right now where, you know, church for the most part has been shut down. A lot of churches have reopened and the body of Christ is just in fear. And it's crazy. All of a sudden, you know, the Lord would start giving us vision to launch this ministry in, in a, in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And um, and right now, like I said, it we don't. It's not going to be one of those things where it's like, all right, we're going to go purchase a building. We're quitting our jobs. Right now is <laughs> oh, more of just um, we're gonna we're gonna start just and be faithful with seek nights, yeah, and see what the Lord does through that. And we're gonna kind of build the core team as we go and just uh, see what the Lord would have. And and really, as as we walk in this, we're being equipped, yeah. Um, you know, we're we're reading resources and 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 gaining knowledge on uh, how to walk in this. You know, even though I served in ministry all these years and Becca as well, like there's still many things that I believe this ministry 
like like we said, it's not the church. So and the Lord's had to take to a lot of that out of us and and get rid of these ideas that are more church focused and rather kind of bring us back to like kingdom. You know, what yeah. is kingdom? Uh, I, I look at this, the star, especially Seek Nights, as it's the early church. Mm-hmm. really is. Um, uh, gathering in people's living rooms, worshiping and edifying the name of Jesus, like and sharing meals together and building that community. So we're, we're really excited. Uh, you know, the scripture that um, I keep getting for, for Seek Night specifically, but honestly, I, I feel like this is going to be the scripture for uh, the ministry as well. Uh, it comes from Jeremiah 29, verse 12. It says, You will call to me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And that's literally the heartbeat of of those seek nights is that we would sit yeah. at his feet and just seek after his heart. Yeah. And that from that place that you know there would be deliverance, there would be healing, there would be miracles taking place, there would be prophetic words being released over people's lives. Ultimately, people would be aligned to where God wants them to be. And um, and I believe, listen, Catharos. Um, Catharsis is going to be something amazing. Mm-hmm. I really do believe it, and it's it's this crazy, you know. I would have never thought to myself leaving ministry that I would be we'd be launching something, and that we would be kind of in the infant phases. I would have, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to be you know in the marketplace for a little bit again. And then maybe like two, three years down the road, maybe five, we'll launch the ministry. And the Lord's like, no. Yeah. But it's really cool. Like, it's so cool to not have all the pieces. And it's, you know, I think think sometimes people get so caught up in the um, not having the full picture and not, you know, not having ability and not having this or that, whatever it might be. Um, But I think that, you know, when we... We bought our home and we moved in here. We said that this was going to be a house for the Lord, um, that we were going to do ministry in here and we were going to serve God. And we had no idea what that would look like, yeah. like other than like we had youth over and like yeah. we did, you know, city groups and all sorts of stuff. Um, but never in our wildest dreams do I think we thought we would birth a ministry right. here. Um, and so I just think that is so cool. And I just love how God works. and. Um, he knew all this time that this is what was going to come from our obedience and um, stem from doing, you know, ministry. Um, but it's really cool. And so it's cool to, to know that we don't have it all together to know yeah. that we're, we're growing and learning and launching this thing. Yeah. Um, just a obedience of God and we're taking what we have and we're using it. Yeah. Um, because I think that's all we can do as believers. And and I think that, um, you know, for anyone who's listening, if there's something that the Lord has has given you, um, if, if there's a dream he set in your heart and you are nervous or don't know what the next step is, you know, pray God, uh, pray to God and ask. And um, he could be just ready for you to take that first step. Um, and it could just be using whatever that you, whatever resources he's already given you. So yeah. you might not have to have it all, <laughs> all together. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Seriously, whatever that dream is, I mean, just just believe in just your dream step. and take that step and trust that you know um, that God God has you. 
um, I think for for both of us, we're in this trusting phase of right now because we like we legit don't have all the next steps. I wish we could like sit here tonight and tell you every cool part about the ministry. And we're doing honestly right now. This is it. This is it. And I know it kind of sounds maybe like oh they don't know what they're doing, but I honestly believe that's kind of the way the disciples were. Yeah, when they walked with Jesus, like a lot of them didn't have all this experience and they didn't know exactly where they're going. They just kind of live by faith. Yeah. And I feel like that is the story. That's going to be the story of Catharos years to come is that we're going to look back and say, wow, we walked <laughs> by faith. I never would have thought it would have looked like this. Or right. Right. Was, like, I can't wait to see what it, what it will look like in like 10 years and be like, holy cow. I remember what sitting in 2020, <laughs> sitting at a table talking about it, never having any idea that it would look like this yeah so and i just think there's so much beauty in it and um but yeah we're excited so yeah stay on the stand the lookout (laughs) definitely uh if you guys want to stay in the loop with what's going on in katharos um you can give us a follow on the instagram so uh instagram and facebook it's the same kind of search katharos network um you'll see our logo it has like a dove on it and give us a follow um, on both of those to stay in the loop. And uh, we're going to be dropping some video content, some other things as well um, on there. But yeah, it's, it's exciting. And this podcast, you know, it's it's really cool that we, we almost have like two things going on in our life. Like, <laughs> or three, if we include the vlog, which yeah. we have, we've been behind on. But we got um, a lot going on. Yeah, a lot, a lot of cool creative stuff that we just, that's love who we are. Have. We love doing creative different things. And so... But thank you so much for joining us around the table. Yeah. Uh, we pray um, for every person listening right now that God would just give you hope. He would give you joy. Um, he would make those dreams in your heart come to pass. And uh, we can't wait to be with you again next Friday. We love you all. See you then. See you next week.